1: WELCOME TO OUR THURSDAY'S BROADCAST OF THE GOSPEL TRUTH. TODAY, I'M NEARING THE END OF MY SECOND WEEK TEACHING FROM THE LIFE OF ELIJAH. AND I'VE GOT THIS BOOK ENTITLED LESSONS FROM ELIJAH. AND I TELL YOU, THIS HAS BEEN A POWERFUL IMPACT, INFLUENCE IN MY LIFE. GOD HAS USED THE THINGS THAT I'M SHARING WITH YOU OVER THE TELEVISION HERE. Uh, HE'S USED THESE TRUTHS IN MY LIFE TO JUST LITERALLY SHAPE AND DIRECT SO MUCH OF WHAT I DO. YOU KNOW, uh, PEOPLE LOOK AT WHAT GOD HAS DONE IN MY LIFE, AND OF COURSE, THERE'S OTHER PEOPLE THAT HAVE DONE, YOU KNOW, MORE AND REACHED MORE PEOPLE, AND SO I'M NOT... I'M NOT TRYING TO SAY THAT I'VE DONE MORE THAN OTHER PEOPLE, BUT I'M SAYING I'VE DONE MORE THAN WHAT I HAVE EVER THOUGHT I COULD DO, AND IT'S BECAUSE OF THESE PRINCIPLES. I HAVE FOLLOWED THIS, AND GOD HAS GIVEN ME THE PRIVILEGE OF REACHING PEOPLE AND BUILDING THINGS AND SEEING GOD COME THROUGH in ways that's exceeding abundantly above anything i could ask or think and i can tell you this is how it's happened i could trace back nearly everything that god has spoken to some of these stories if not in the life of elijah certainly in the life of moses joseph david i have learned tremendous things through them and so i'm just sharing these things with you we've already covered the first two teaching in this series i think there's a five part series and i'm now beginning on the third part in here AND WE'RE GOING TO BE TALKING NOW ABOUT THE 18TH CHAPTER OF 1 KINGS, AND THIS IS WHERE ELIJAH CALLED FIRE DOWN OUT OF HEAVEN AND CONSUMED A SACRIFICE, AND HE OVERTHREW ALL OF THE PROPHETS OF BAAL. THERE WAS 850 COUNTING THE PROPHETS OF BAAL AND THE PROPHETS OF THE GROVE, AND THEY WERE ALL FED BY KING AHAB AND, and HIS QUEEN JEZEBEL. IT WAS THE STATE-SPONSORED RELIGION. HE OVERCAME THEM, KILLED 850 OF THE PROPHETS OF BAAL IN THE GROVE, AND THEN HE CALLED FOR AN END TO THE DROUGHT. HE GOT UP AND HE OUTRAN THE CHARIOT OF AHAB. AHAB HAD A HEAD START, and and ELIJAH WAS ON FOOT, AND YET ELIJAH OUTRAN THE CHARIOT IN A 20-MILE RACE. I MEAN, THIS GUY WAS PUMPED. HE WAS FLOWING IN THE POWER OF GOD. AND IT'S JUST AMAZING HOW GOD PROMOTED ELIJAH AND WHAT HE DID. THIS CAUSED THE GREATEST REVIVAL IN THE HISTORY OF THE BIBLE UP UNTIL THIS POINT. NOW, YOU MIGHT BE ABLE TO SAY THAT SOME OF THESE OTHER PEOPLE LIKE JOSIAH, KING JOSIAH LATER CAME ALONG AND THERE WAS A GREAT REVIVAL UNDER HIM and and Hezekiah, AND THERE WERE SOME OTHERS, BUT AT THIS TIME, THIS WAS BY FAR THE GREATEST REVIVAL. IT TURNED AN ENTIRE NATION TO GOD IN JUST ONE DAY'S TIME. IT WAS AWESOME. SO WE'VE ALREADY TALKED ABOUT THE FIRST uh, INSTANCE WHERE HE APPEARED ON THE SCENE AND HE WENT UP AND SPOKE TO AHAB AND TOLD HIM THAT THERE WOULD NOT BE dew OR RAIN FOR YEARS UNTIL HE SAID SO. AND THEN THE LORD SUPERNATURALLY SENT THE SUPPLY OF BREAD AND FLESH EVERY MORNING AND EVERY EVENING TO WHERE HE TOLD ELIJAH TO GO. HE DIDN'T SEND IT TO ELIJAH, BUT HE TOLD HIM WHERE HE WAS SENDING IT AND THEN ELIJAH WENT AND DID AND IT WAS IN HIS PLACE CALLED THERE THAT HE SAW THE PROVISION OF THE LORD. AND THEN WE TALKED ABOUT THE WIDOW OF Zarephath. IF YOU'VE MISSED ANY OF THAT, PLEASE GO TO OUR WEBSITE AND WATCH THESE PROGRAMS FROM LAST WEEK. THAT WAS POWERFUL. AND THEN IN First KINGS CHAPTER 18, VERSE 1, IT SAYS, AND IT CAME TO PASS AFTER MANY DAYS, AND THROUGH LOOKING AT THIS IN THE NEW TESTAMENT, IT TALKS ABOUT ELIJAH AND THIS DROUGHT. IN JAMES, CHAPTER 3, ALSO JESUS TALKED ABOUT IT IN LUKE, CHAPTER 4. AND OVER THERE WE learn THAT THIS WAS A THREE AND A HALF YEAR DROUGHT. AND SO WHEN IT SAYS, AFTER MANY DAYS, IT WAS ACTUALLY AFTER THREE AND A HALF YEARS THAT THE WORD OF THE LORD CAME UNTO ELIJAH IN THE THIRD YEAR, SAYING, GO SHOW THYSELF UNTO AHAB, AND I WILL SEND RAIN UPON THE EARTH. AND I ALREADY MADE THIS POINT LAST WEEK IN DETAIL, SO I'M NOT GOING TO SPEND A LOT OF TIME ON THIS, BUT ELIJAH DIDN'T MOVE UNTIL HE HEARD THE WORD OF THE LORD. HE DIDN'T DO THESE THINGS AT HIS OWN BIDDING. AND THIS IS ANOTHER LESSON THAT YOU LEARN FROM ELIJAH. THE REASON THAT GOD USED ELIJAH THE WAY HE DID IS BECAUSE ELIJAH WASN'T SELF-WILLED. HE DIDN'T DO THINGS HIS OWN WAY AND ONLY TURNED TO GOD WHEN HE HAD MADE A MESS OF THINGS AND HE WAS... HIS BACK WAS AGAINST THE WALL AND HE HAD TO BE BAILED OUT BY GOD. NOW SEE, THAT'S THE WAY THAT MOST CHRISTIANS TODAY, I BELIEVE, ACTUALLY LIVE THEIR LIFE. THEY DON'T REALLY CONSULT GOD. THEY THINK THAT THEY'RE DOING FINE. AND AS LONG AS THERE ISN'T TRAGEDY IN THEIR LIFE, THEY TEND TO JUST LEAN under THEIR OWN UNDERSTANDING WHEN THE SCRIPTURE SPECIFICALLY SAYS IN PROVERBS CHAPTER 3, VERSE 5, TRUST IN THE LORD WITH ALL OF YOUR HEART AND LEAN NOT UNTO YOUR OWN UNDERSTANDING. IN ALL OF YOUR WAYS, ACKNOWLEDGE HIM, AND HE SHALL DIRECT YOUR paths. THAT'S THE WAY THAT WE SHOULD BE LIVING. AND YET, MOST CHRISTIANS DO THEIR OWN THING. THEY MARRY WHOEVER THEY WANT. THEY DON'T REALLY CONSULT GOD. THEY DON'T MAKE SURE THAT IT'S GOD. THEY JUST DO THEIR OWN THING. THEY SEE SOMEBODY AND THEY... THEY LIKE THE WAY THEY LOOK OR THEIR PERSONALITY AND THEY MARRY THEM. AND THEN AFTER THEY MAKE A WRECK OF THE WHOLE THING, THEY COME TO GOD AND ASK GOD, OH GOD, WHAT CAN I DO? THAT'S NOT THE WAY TO LIVE YOUR LIFE. I JUST HAD A MAN COME TO ME LAST WEEK, AND HE WAS SAYING, CAN GOD SPEAK TO YOU AND TELL YOU WHETHER YOU'RE SUPPOSED TO MARRY THIS PERSON OR NOT? AND I SAID, ABSOLUTELY. AND HE say, HE SAYS, IT'S NOT UP TO YOU TO JUST PICK AND CHOOSE. I SAID, WELL, GOD'S NOT GOING TO FORCE YOU TO MARRY A PERSON, BUT I SAID, GOD CAN CERTAINLY TELL YOU WHETHER THIS IS THE RIGHT PERSON FOR YOU OR NOT. AND THE SCRIPTURE SPECIFICALLY SAYS, DON'T BE UNEQUALLY YOKED TOGETHER WITH AN UNBELIEVER OUT OF 2 CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 6. AND IT TELLS US NOT TO DO THIS. AND YET SO MANY CHRISTIANS, THEY JUST FALL FOR A PERSON BECAUSE, YOU KNOW, THEY'RE THE HOMECOMING QUEEN AND THEY'RE THIS BEAUTIFUL PERSON. THEY AREN'T GOING TO BE THAT WAY 50 YEARS FROM THEN. OR THEY FALL FOR THE GUY BECAUSE HE'S GOT THIS LONG, BLACK, WAVY HAIR AND HE'S GOT THESE ABS, YOU KNOW, AND THIS SIX-PACK. MAN, IT'S GOING TO TURN INTO A BARREL someday, AND IF YOU marry THAT PERSON JUST BECAUSE OF THE WAY THAT THEY LOOK OR SOMETHING LIKE THAT, THEN PEOPLE SAY, WELL, I FELL OUT OF LOVE. WHAT YOU DID WAS FALL OUT OF LUST. IT WASN'T EVER GOD'S KIND OF LOVE. AND MY POINT IS THAT, SEE, ELIJAH, HE WAITED THREE AND A HALF YEARS UNTIL THE WORD OF THE LORD CAME TO HIM. I BET YOU HE GOT TIRED OF WAITING THREE AND A HALF YEARS. HE PROBABLY WAS READY AFTER A YEAR AND A HALF OR AFTER TWO YEARS OR WHATEVER, BUT INSTEAD OF JUST DOING IT WHENEVER HE WANTED TO AND THINKING, WELL, NOW'S A GOOD TIME TO END THE DROUGHT, HE WAITED UNTIL HE GOT A WORD FROM GOD. IF WE WOULD ONLY MOVE AT THE COMMAND OF THE LORD, I TELL YOU WHAT, OUR LIVES WOULD BE TOTALLY DIFFERENT. YOU KNOW, I'M NOT SAYING I DO THIS PERFECTLY, BECAUSE, MAN, I HAVEN'T ARRIVED, BUT I AM SAYING I'VE LEFT. AND TO A VERY LARGE DEGREE, MAN, EVERYTHING I DO, I DO WHEN GOD TELLS ME TO DO IT, AND BECAUSE OF IT, I MEAN, I HAVE SEEN GOD BLESS ME. I'VE SEEN THINGS HAPPEN THAT I COULD NOT HAVE DONE ON MY OWN. AND IT'S BECAUSE I REALLY HAVE THIS ATTITUDE THAT GOD, UNLESS YOU SHOW UP, I JUST HAVE NO ABILITY. I'M NOT ONE OF THESE TEN TALENT GUYS THAT CAN DO EVERYTHING ON MY OWN. I DON'T HAVE ANYTHING GOING FOR ME EXCEPT THE FACT THAT I HAVE A RELATIONSHIP WITH THE LORD, AND GOD SPEAKS TO ME, AND TO THE DEGREE THAT I HEAR AND OBEY AND DO WHAT GOD TELLS ME TO DO, I SUCCEED. AND GOD BLESSES ME. WOULD TO GOD THAT EVERY ONE OF US COULD RECOGNIZE IT WITHOUT THE LORD. WE'RE NOTHING AND THAT WE NEED TO WAIT AND HEAR FROM GOD. AND SO ELIJAH WAITED UNTIL HE GOT A WORD FROM GOD AND GOD TOLD HIM, NOW GO SHOW YOURSELF UNTO AHAB AND I'LL SEND RAIN ON THE EARTH. AND YOU KNOW, THIS IS A LONG CHAPTER. JUST FOR TIME'S SAKE, I'M GONNA SPEED SOME OF THIS UP BY SUMMARIZING IT. SO AFTER ELIJAH GOT THIS WORD, from God. Then he went back into the nation of Israel. And first of all, he found this servant of King Ahab whose name was Obadiah. And in verse 7, and it says, And as Obadiah was in the way, behold, Elijah met him, and he knew him and fell on his face and said, Art thou my Lord, Elijah? And he answered and said, I am. Go tell thy Lord, behold, Elijah is here. AND SO OBADIAH, HE THOUGHT THAT THIS WAS A death, DEATH SENTENCE, AND HE WENT ON TO TELL ELIJAH, HE SAYS, THERE ISN'T A COUNTRY ON THIS PLANET THAT MY MASTER AHAB HASN'T SENT AND INQUIRED IF YOU ARE HIDING THERE, AND HE SAYS, WHEN THEY SAID THAT YOU WEREN'T THERE, THEN HE TOOK AN OATH OF THEM THAT YOU WERE NOT IN THAT LAND, AND HE SAYS, IF I GO TELL HIM THAT YOU ARE HERE, AND THEN THE LORD TAKES YOU AWAY OR YOU GO HIDE YOURSELF, HE SAYS, I'LL BE KILLED. IN OTHER WORDS, AHAB KNEW THAT THIS DROUGHT WAS TOTALLY BECAUSE OF WHAT ELIJAH HAD PROPHESIED. AND HE WAS LOOKING FOR ELIJAH, HOPING THAT HE COULD FORCE ELIJAH TO END THIS DROUGHT. AND OBADIAH WAS SAYING THAT IF I TELL HIM THAT, YOU KNOW, YOU ARE HERE AND THEN YOU DON'T SHOW UP, HE'LL KILL ME. AND THEN OBADIAH WENT ON AND TOLD HIM, AND THIS IS VERY IMPORTANT THAT YOU UNDERSTAND THIS. IT SAYS IN VERSE 13, WAS IT NOT TOLD MY LORD WHAT I DID WHEN JEZEBEL SLEW THE PROPHETS OF THE LORD, HOW I hid A HUNDRED MEN OF THE LORD'S PROPHETS BY FIFTY IN A CAVE AND FED THEM WITH BREAD AND WATER. AND SO LATER ON, THIS BECOMES VERY IMPORTANT BECAUSE IN THE 19TH CHAPTER, YOU'LL HEAR ELIJAH TELL THE LORD THAT I'M THE ONLY ONE LEFT SERVING YOU. AND YET RIGHT HERE, OBADIAH TOLD HIM THAT THERE WAS STILL A HUNDRED PROPHETS. OR YOU COULD SAY WHAT WE'D SAY TODAY, THERE'S STILL A HUNDRED PREACHERS OR MINISTERS LEFT, NOT JUST INDIVIDUAL PEOPLE, BUT THERE WAS A HUNDRED MINISTERS LEFT THAT, THAT ELIJAH KNEW ABOUT BECAUSE OBADIAH TOLD HIM, I HAD hid THEM IN A CAVE. AND SO THIS BECOMES VERY IMPORTANT WHEN YOU REALIZE THAT ELIJAH KNEW DIFFERENT. ELIJAH KNEW THAT THERE WERE STILL OTHER PEOPLE SERVING THE LORD, BUT HE FELT LIKE HE WAS THE ONLY ONE. AND BECAUSE OF THIS, I'LL GET INTO THIS WHEN WE GET INTO THE 19TH CHAPTER, BUT GOD REBUKED HIM AND BASICALLY REPLACED HIM AS PROPHET AND SENT Elisha TO BECOME THE PROPHET IN HIS STEAD BECAUSE HE WAS SITTING THERE GOING BY WHAT HE FELT INSTEAD OF WHAT HE KNEW TO BE TRUE. AND I TELL YOU, THIS IS A MAJOR PROBLEM TODAY. PEOPLE HAVE EXALTED FEELINGS TO A PLACE TO WHERE THEY GO MORE BY FEELINGS THAN WHAT FACT IS. MATTER OF FACT, TO MOST PEOPLE, FACTS DON'T MATTER. IT DOESN'T MATTER WHAT THE TRUTH IS. THIS IS HOW I FEEL. PEOPLE FEEL LIKE NOBODY LOVES THEM, AND THEY KNOW IT'S NOT TRUE. THEY KNOW THAT THEIR PARENTS STILL LOVE THEM, THEIR CHILDREN LOVE THEM, SOMEBODY LOVES THEM, THEIR DOG LOVES THEM, SOMEBODY LOVES YOU. BUT IT DOESN'T MATTER WHAT THE TRUTH IS. THIS IS HOW I FEEL. I'M TELLING YOU, YOU NEED TO PULL YOUR THUMB OUT OF YOUR MOUTH AND START GOING BY FACTS RATHER THAN FEELINGS. THE FACTS ARE THAT WE ARE IN THE... WE ARE THE RIGHTEOUSNESS OF GOD. THE LORD WILL NEVER LEAVE US NOR FORSAKE US, AND IT DOESN'T MATTER WHAT YOU FEEL LIKE. I'VE HAD PEOPLE COME TO ME BEFORE AND SAY, I JUST DON'T FEEL THE LORD. COULD YOU PLEASE PRAY THAT GOD WOULD JUST GIVE ME SOME FEELING THAT HE WOULD really, really reveal HIS LOVE TO ME? AND I'LL SAY, NO, I WON'T DO THAT. AND PEOPLE THINK, WELL, WHAT'S WRONG WITH THAT? IT'S BECAUSE THE BIBLE SAYS HE'LL NEVER LEAVE YOU NOR FORSAKE YOU. HE COMMENDED HIS LOVE TOWARDS YOU AND THAT WHILE HE WAS YET A SINNER, WHILE WE WERE YET SINNERS, CHRIST DIED FOR US. GOD SO LOVED THE WORLD THAT HE GAVE. IT DOESN'T MATTER WHAT YOU FEEL LIKE. IF YOU DON'T FEEL THE LOVE OF GOD, THEN YOUR FEELINGS ARE WRONG. AND YET TODAY PEOPLE, WELL, I I KNOW WHAT THE BIBLE SAYS, AND I KNOW THAT HE'LL NEVER LEAVE US, BUT I JUST DON'T FEEL IT. MAN, I'M TRYING TO BE POLITE. BUT THAT IS JUST AS WRONG AS IT CAN BE. YOU NEED TO QUIT EXALTING FEELINGS AND YOU NEED TO GO BY FACT. AND SO HERE WERE FACTS. ELIJAH WAS BEING TOLD THAT THERE WERE STILL AT LEAST a 100 PREACHERS THAT WERE LEFT, NOT INCLUDING ALL OF THE OTHER PEOPLE. WE LATER FIND OUT IN THE 19TH CHAPTER THAT THERE WERE STILL 7,000 PEOPLE IN ISRAEL WHO HAD NOT STARTED WORSHIPPING BAAL. GOD SAID THAT. SO HE KNEW BETTER BUT HE DIDN'T GO BY WHAT THE TRUTH WAS. HE WENT BY HOW HE FELT, AND IT CAUSED ELIJAH'S DOWNFALL. AND I'M TELLING YOU, IT'S CAUSING MANY OF US TO HAVE A DOWNFALL. IT'S CAUSING MANY OF US TO GO INTO ERROR BECAUSE WE'VE JUST EXALTED FEELINGS TO A PLACE TO WHERE IT'S GOD IN OUR LIFE. WE'VE... WE'VE MADE AN IDOL OUT OF HOW YOU FEEL. YOU NEED TO PULL YOUR THUMB OUT OF YOUR MOUTH AND GROW UP AND START GOING BY FACTS. BUT AT THIS TIME, ELIJAH WAS STILL HITTING ON ALL CYLINDERS. HE WAS STILL WALKING WITH GOD. EVERYTHING WAS GOOD. AND SO ANYWAY, ELIJAH MEANT AHAB, AND ELIJAH TOLD AHAB TO SEND, LOOK AT THIS, IN VERSE 19, NOW THEREFORE SEND AND gather TO ME ALL ISRAEL UNTO MOUNT CARMEL AND THE PROPHETS OF BAAL, 450, AND THE PROPHETS OF THE GROVE, 400, WHICH EAT AT JEZEBEL'S TABLE. SO HERE'S ELIJAH, A MAN WHO JUST A SHORT PERIOD OF TIME BEFORE THIS, HE DIDN'T HAVE ANY ACCESS TO THE KING. HE HAD NO HISTORY. HE JUST CAME OUT OF THE BLUE. THERE WAS NOTHING ON HIS SIDE EXCEPT THE WORD OF GOD. AND BECAUSE HE HAD THE WORD, HE PROPHESIED, HE SPOKE THE WORD, AND HERE HE IS THREE AND A HALF YEARS LATER, AND HE'S TELLING THE KING OF THIS NATION, ISRAEL, WHAT TO DO. HE'S GIVING THE ORDERS. HE'S TELLING THE KING, YOU ASSEMBLE ALL THE PEOPLE TOGETHER TO ME. AMEN? YOU KNOW, THAT WOULD BE AS WEIRD AS ME GOING TO THE PRESIDENT OF THE UNITED STATES AND SAYING, I WANT YOU TO GET ALL OF THE CONGRESS and, AND ALL OF THE SENATE AND ALL OF THESE PEOPLE, AND YOU GET EVERYBODY TOGETHER AND YOU BRING THEM HERE AND YOU DO WHAT I TELL YOU TO DO. IF I WAS TO TRY AND DO THAT, I GUARANTEE YOU, I, IT WOULD NOT BE RECEIVED WELL. BUT ELIJAH DID IT, AND YOU KNOW WHAT? AHAB conferred. he HE uh, WENT ALONG WITH WHAT HE SAID. AND HE SUBMITTED TO IT. AND SO HE BROUGHT THE ENTIRE NATION TOGETHER. AND LOOK AT THIS, AND ELIJAH CAME IN VERSE 21 UNTO ALL THE PEOPLE AND SAID, HOW LONG HALT YE BETWEEN TWO OPINIONS? IF THE LORD BE GOD, FOLLOW HIM. BUT IF BAAL, THEN FOLLOW HIM. AND THE PEOPLE ANSWERED HIM NOT A WORD. AGAIN, THIS IS ONE OF THE LESSONS THAT I LEARNED FROM ELIJAH. ELIJAH HAD A WORD FROM GOD. HE KNEW HIS RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD. HE KNEW THAT HE HAD THE POWER OF GOD. HE HAD SEEN A PERSON RAISED FROM THE DEAD, THE FIRST PERSON IN THE HISTORY OF THE BIBLE THAT ANYBODY HAD EVER BEEN RAISED FROM THE DEAD. HE HAD SEEN GOD MULTIPLY FOOD. HE HAD SEEN GOD SUPPLY FOOD SUPERNATURALLY BY HAVING THE RAVENS BRING HIM BREAD AND FLESH EVERY MORNING AND EVENING. HE WAS CONFIDENT IN HIS LORD, AND HE STOOD UP AND JUST CHALLENGED PEOPLE. HE SAYS, IF BAAL IS GOD, WELL THEN SERVE HIM. BUT IF GOD IS GOD, THEN YOU SERVE HIM. IN OTHER WORDS, YOU NEED TO MAKE A DECISION. YOU NEED TO QUIT STRADDLING THE FENCE. AND THERE ARE SO MANY PEOPLE TODAY, THERE ARE SO MANY CHRISTIANS TODAY WHO WILL NOT COMMIT THEMSELVES. THERE ARE PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM THAT YOU ARE A SECRET DISCIPLE OF THE LORD. THAT'S THE REASON YOU'RE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM. YOU PROBABLY AGREE WITH A LOT OF THE THINGS THAT I'M SAYING. YOU BELIEVE THAT GOD IS REAL. YOU BELIEVE THAT JESUS DIED FOR OUR SINS. YOU BELIEVE IN SALVATION. YOU BELIEVE THAT MIRACLES HAPPEN AND ALL THIS, BUT YOU WON'T PROFESS IT. YOU WON'T PROCLAIM IT. YOU WON'T STAND UP FOR IT. YOU'RE BEING SILENT. AND THIS IS WHAT HE'S TELLING THESE PEOPLE. HE SAYS, YOU KNOW, if, IF BAAL IS BAAL, WELL THEN SERVE HIM. IN OTHER WORDS, YOU KNOW, YOU OUGHT TO EITHER SUBMIT YOURSELF TO GOD AND LIVE A SUPER GODLY LIFE, OR YOU OUGHT TO JUST GO SERVE THE DEVIL, BUT DON'T TRY AND OCCUPY THIS PORTION IN BETWEEN. IN THE BOOK OF REVELATION, CHAPTER 3, THE LORD SAID TO ONE OF THE CHURCHES THERE THAT HE WAS TALKING TO, HE SAYS, YOU AREN'T EITHER HOT OR COLD. I WOULD RATHER YOU BE HOT OR COLD RATHER THAN LUKEWARM, BUT BECAUSE YOU'RE LUKEWARM, I'LL SPEW YOU OUT OF MY MOUTH. AND IT SEEMS LIKE MOST PEOPLE, THEY DON'T WANT TO BE CONSIDERED A FANATIC SERVING GOD. THEY DON'T WANT TO BE OVER HERE SERVING THE DEVIL AND BEING JUST TOTALLY DEMONIC. THEY WANT TO OCCUPY THIS PLACE IN BETWEEN WHERE THEY CAN STRADDLE THE FENCE AND BE A LITTLE BIT UNGODLY, A LITTLE BIT GODLY. AND Elijah's JUST SAYING, LOOK, EITHER GO SERVE THE DEVIL OR SERVE GOD, BUT QUIT STRADDLING THE FENCE. MAN, I THINK THAT'S A GREAT... I THINK THAT'S GREAT ADVICE. I REALLY DO. YOU KNOW, IF YOU WERE TO JUST GIVE YOURSELF TOTALLY OVER TO THE DEVIL, AT LEAST GOD COULD REVEAL AND SHOW YOU THAT THAT'S ALL WRONG. BUT THERE ARE SOME OF YOU THAT HAVE ENOUGH GODLINESS IN YOU THAT YOU ARE TRYING TO SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER HOLD YOURSELF OVER HERE IN RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD, BUT YOU'RE FLIRTING WITH SIN. IT'D BE BETTER YOU WERE HOT OR COLD RATHER THAN LUKEWARM. AND ELIJAH SAID UNTO THE PEOPLE, HE SAYS, I, EVEN I ONLY, REMAIN A PROPHET unto the Lord, but Baal's prophets are 450 men. And again, back in verse 13, Obadiah had just told him that there were still a hundred preachers that had been hidden in a cave and fed by Obadiah throughout this time. So he knew that what he was saying was wrong. But I guess he was rationalized as saying, I'm the only one who's standing up. I'm the only one who's speaking out. and he may have disdained these others because maybe they were cowards or something because they were hiding. But he knew better than this. THAT VERY DAY HE HAD BEEN TOLD DIFFERENT, AND YET HE WAS NOT GOING BY WHAT HE KNEW TO BE TRUE. IN VERSE 23, HE SAYS, LET THEM, TALKING ABOUT THE uh, PROPHETS OF BAAL AND THE PROPHETS OF THE GROVES, LET THEM, THEREFORE, GIVE US TWO BULLOCKS, AND LET THEM CHOOSE ONE BULLOCK FOR THEMSELVES, AND CUT IT IN PIECES, AND LAY IT ON WOOD, AND PUT NO FIRE UNDER, AND I WILL DRESS THE OTHER BULLOCK, AND LAY IT ON WOOD, AND PUT NO FIRE UNDER. And call ye on the name of your gods, and I will call on the name of the Lord, and the God that answereth by fire, let him be God. And all the people answered and said, it is well spoken. Now go back up here to the uh, 21st verse, and Elijah told him, if Baal's Baal, if Baal is God, serve Baal. If God is God, serve God. But they didn't answer him a word. They wouldn't say, they didn't respond to that. But when he says, basically, I want a challenge. AND LET'S DO SOMETHING HERE. LET'S BOTH PUT SACRIFICES HERE, PUT WOOD UNDER IT, BUT DON'T PUT ANY FIRE UNDER IT, AND WE'RE GOING TO CALL ON THE NAME... I'M GOING TO CALL ON THE NAME OF MY GOD, YOU CALL ON THE NAME OF BAAL, AND THE GOD THAT ANSWERS SUPERNATURALLY WITH FIRE AND CONSUMES THIS SACRIFICE, LET HIM BE GOD. ALL OF THE PEOPLE SAID... THEY SAID, IT'S WELL SPOKEN. YOU KNOW, I THINK THIS IS SIGNIFICANT. BASICALLY, THIS IS HIM SAYING, YOU EITHER PUT UP OR SHUT UP. EITHER YOU VERIFY THAT YOUR BAAL IS GOD AND LET HIM DO SOMETHING, EITHER GOOD OR BAD. LET HIM DO SOMETHING ANYBODY CAN HAVE AN ARGUMENT. ANYBODY CAN CLAIM SOMETHING, BUT LET THE GOD WHO CAN DO SOMETHING, LET US DEMONSTRATE AND SHOW YOU THE TRUE GOD. MAN, I LOVE THAT ATTITUDE. AND YOU KNOW WHAT? PEOPLE, THEY WENT FOR THAT. THEY SAID, THIS IS WELL SPOKEN. THERE'S A LOT OF MINISTERS TODAY THAT WILL NOT PREACH THE FULL GOSPEL. THEY MAY PREACH THAT JESUS WILL FORGIVE YOU OF YOUR SINS, BUT THEY WON'T PREACH THAT HE HEALS TODAY, THAT HE DELIVERS TODAY, THAT HE PROSPERS TODAY, THAT THE BAPTISM OF THE HOLY SPIRIT, SPEAKING IN TONGUES, AND THE GIFTS OF THE SPIRIT, THEY WON'T PREACH THOSE THINGS, BUT THEY'LL SIT HERE AND THEY HAVE A DOCTRINE. AND I'M JUST SAYING THAT, YOU KNOW, IN THE NEW TESTAMENT, IT SAYS IN MARK CHAPTER 16 THAT THE LORD WORKED WITH THEM Uh, CONFIRMING THE WORD WITH SIGNS AND WONDERS FOLLOWING. HE ALSO SAID IN THE PREVIOUS VERSES RIGHT IN FRONT OF THAT, MARK CHAPTER 16, THESE SIGNS SHALL FOLLOW THEM THAT BELIEVE. IN MY NAME THEY SHALL CAST OUT DEVILS, THEY SHALL SPEAK WITH NEW TONGUES, THEY SHALL TAKE UP SERPENTS, THEY DRINK ANY DEADLY THING, IT SHALL NOT HARM THEM. THEY SHALL LAY HANDS ON THE SICK AND THEY SHALL RECOVER. AND THEN, DOWN IN VERSE 20, THE LORD WORKED WITH THEM AND CONFIRMED THE WORD WITH SIGNS AND WONDERS FOLLOWING. THEN IN HEBREWS, CHAPTER 2, IT SAYS THAT THE WORD WAS CONFIRMED, NOT ONLY IN JESUS, BUT IN THOSE THAT HEARD HIM. GOD USED MIRACLES TO SHOW THAT THIS IS TRUE AND THAT THERE IS POWER IN WHAT WE'RE SAYING. AND YET THERE'S A LOT OF PREACHERS TODAY THAT ARE PREACHING THE WORD ONLY, BUT THERE ISN'T ANY DEMONSTRATION. THERE ISN'T ANY PROOF OF IT IN THEIR LIFE. THE APOSTLE PAUL, HE WAS talking to the Corinthians and if you read the whole thing you'll find out that the book of 1 Corinthians these people some were saying I'm of Paul and then others are saying I'm of Cephas and another I'm of Apollos and another I'm of Christ and he came out against it and he criticized this division and he said Christ isn't divided there just should be one person that we're following and that's Christ and people were rejecting his authority and so he finally said IN FIRST CORINTHIANS CHAPTER FOUR, I THINK IT'S AROUND VERSE 20, THAT WHEN I COME, I'M NOT GOING TO KNOW THE SPEECH OF THOSE THAT ARE PUFFED UP, IN OTHER WORDS, OPERATING IN pride, BUT I'M GOING TO KNOW THE POWER BECAUSE THE KINGDOM OF GOD IS NOT IN WORD, BUT IN POWER AND IN DEMONSTRATION OF THE SPIRIT. THAT'S EXACTLY WHAT ELIJAH IS DOING HERE, SAYING WE'RE GOING TO DEMONSTRATE WHO THE REAL GOD IS. IF HE'S GOD, THEN WE'RE GOING TO SEE A MIRACULOUS MANIFESTATION. I tell you, if preachers went by that same standard today, there's a lot of preachers that would get out of the ministry because they cannot demonstrate the power of God through their ministry. I know that these are some hard things that I'm saying, but that's the reason we got so many people that are misrepresenting God. They do not really have a connection with the Lord.
0: Andrew's complete series titled Lessons from Elijah is available in either a CD or DVD album a book in either English or Spanish, or in a study guide. Each of these valuable resources is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call.
1: Once again, I'd like to encourage you to please get this teaching that I have on Lessons from Elijah. I have it in book form in English and in Spanish, and then I have a study guide that is the same material, just formatted so that you can teach a Bible study or a Sunday school class. And then we have CDs and DVDs on this. And I promise you, this teaching has made a huge impact in my life. I believe it will yours too.
0: You can get these products as part of the Lessons Package, which includes two books, Lessons from Elijah and Lessons from David, and three albums in your choice of either CD or DVD. Lessons from Elijah, Lessons from David, and Lessons from Joseph. These teachings will give you the chance to learn from the successes and mistakes of three very powerful, but very human men of God. The Lessons Package has a catalog value of $135, but you can receive all of these valuable resources today for just $95. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get these products. The individual topic highlighted on today's broadcast is available as an audio CD for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide today's teaching free of charge. We want to say a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womack Ministries, Your gifts make it possible to put free ministry materials into the hands of many people in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111.
1: MANY OF YOU ARE AWARE THAT WE HAVE A CARES BIBLE COLLEGE WORLDWIDE, BUT OUR HEADQUARTERS IS LOCATED IN WOODLAND PARK, COLORADO, AND GOD HAS REALLY BLESSED US. WE HAVE SEEN GOD PROVIDE SUPERNATURALLY, AND WE NOW HAVE SOMEWHERE AROUND uh, CLOSE TO $95 MILLION WORTH OF FACILITIES AT OUR MAIN CAMPUS. BUT WE OWE ABOUT $23 MILLION ON A PARKING GARAGE AND IN ORDER TO GET THIS PAID OFF SO THAT WE CAN CONTINUE WITH STUDENT HOUSING AND ALL OF THE OTHER THINGS THAT ARE NECESSARY FOR THIS BIBLE COLLEGE, I'VE STARTED WHAT I CALL A 1K CLUB. I WAS PRAYING ABOUT THIS, AND THE LORD JUST SPOKE TO ME THAT HE WAS GOING TO BE TOUCHING PEOPLE'S HEARTS THAT CAN GIVE A ONE-TIME GIFT OF $1,000, OR PEOPLE THAT CAN PLEDGE FOR $100 A MONTH FOR 10 MONTHS, AND IN THE NEXT 10 MONTHS, I'M BELIEVING TO GET THIS PARKING GARAGE TOTALLY PAID OFF. I'd like to ask you to pray about it. And if the Lord speaks with you, join with us, become a part of this 1K club. We'd
0: like to point out Andrew's upcoming speaking schedule. Mark your calendars to come meet Andrew at one of these events and let the Word of God transform your life. In the month of March, Andrew will be in Woodland Park, Colorado for the annual Karis Bible College Men's Advance. NFL Hall of Fame and Super Bowl winning coach Tony Dungy will be a guest speaker at this event, along with James Brown, Emmy Award-winning broadcaster on the CBS and NFL networks. Also in March, Andrew will be back in Woodland Park hosting the Army Conference for Ministers. Guest speakers at this event will be Pastor Dwayne Sheriff, Billy Epperhart, and Dr. Barry Burns. In April, Andrew will be hosting a special Easter season production titled God With Us in Woodland Park, Colorado. Also in April, Andrew will be back in Woodland Park to host the annual Karis Bible College Campus Days. Guest speakers at this event include Carrie Pickett, Daniel Bennett, Greg Moore, Rick McFarland, Wendell Parr, and Lawson Perdue. Then, Andrew will be joining Ashley and Carly Terrades in Colorado Springs, Colorado for the Abundant Life event. Next, Andrew will be speaking in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. And lastly, in April, he'll again be in Woodland Park to host the Don't Limit God Conference with guest speaker Jesse Duplantis. For more details on Andrew's next meeting in your area, visit our website at awmi.net.